Welcome to the podcast. You know what time it is. It's the 60th edition of the Bayside Report. Happy MLK Day week. I hope you marched. I hope you threw a Molotov cocktail at a building. The Steelers lost. It's all right. I'm happy with their effort, but you can't you can't fight corrupt forces of the NFL. It's impossible. And three Croatian legends, coaches, exit the same time. Welcome to an action-packed show. We have a bunch of bullet points to hit with all of you lovely ladies and gentlemen and they, thems out there, whatever you may identify as. We are all inclusive here in the Bayside Report. Let's get to work. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our gambling ongoing study. I want to change the name from the Mush Report. We're going to retire that. This is just the gambling study sponsored by Hard Rock Casino. Sign up now. 21 and older. Download the Hard Rock app at the App Store or on the Android Store. Whatever the Android folks use. Let's go through last week's picks. Not good. Not good at all for the study. Steelers money line. Eagles minus three. Rams money line. Dolphins money line. 0-4, 0-4 on the week. We'll forget about it and move on because guess what? Sometimes you're going to have weeks where you just can't get anything going your way. 31 and 37 overall. Here are this week's picks. Sponsored by Progressive. Chiefs, Bills, Taylor Swift, whoever the fuck else. Uh, Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Their first time playing on the road ever in the playoffs. It's going to be Bills minus two and a half. Ding, ding, ding. That's going to be a lock. I can see it now in my crystal ball. Texans, Ravens, Texans plus nine and a half. They're going to, they could, they could score. I know that, I know that Ravens defense is tough as nails, but they will overcome and at least make it a close game. They're not going to win, but they will make it a close game. Packers, 49ers, let's get away from the this side or that side. We're going over 15 and a half points. Packers, 49ers. We have one more pick. One more pick. Buccaneers, Lions, the local Tampa Bay club beats the Eagles in a blowout against the Lions on the road. We're going Buccaneers plus six and a half. There's some dogs. They are dogs, and they can fight and play the hard rock gambling study. Thank you. Must be 21 or over. That is what we got, and here is where we're going with the Bayside Report. Oh, right. Yeah, I wish I had MLK Day off for work, but... Some of us just can't be that lucky. Some of us have to keep the economy steamrolling along. The Steelers losing sucks. I'm going to say one thing because this is not really a sports podcast. I really don't want to be. I'm not a sports commentator because I'm not really smart when it comes to sports, to be honest. I'm just going to say I'm a fan and I like watching the games and I have a little bit of knowledge here and there. But one thing I could tell you is the celebrations after a first down, the celebrations after a swatted ball, the celebrations after not even a tackle for a loss, just making a tackle, say it's second down, the opposing team gains five yards, making tackles and celebrating. 
any kind of any form of on-field celebrating, even after a touchdown, if I was a coach, not fucking happening. Not happening. I'm talking to you, Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a culture issue in the locker room with the coach. Mike Tomlin, you're letting your players celebrate. They're doing the fucking first down arrows. Down two touchdowns. Are you fucking out of your mind? There's no if you're losing a game, there there's not one celebration. If you're winning a game, you're not even you shouldn't even celebrate then. You celebrate when the game's over. You celebrate when you get that fucking Super Bowl ring on that finger right there. It I don't know why no one else is calling this shit out. Does that not I, I'm sure it drives a lot of people crazy, but I'm I'm really gonna be vocal. If I ever get a chance to talk to Mike Tomlin at any point in my life, even after he's coaching the Steelers, after he's done this year. I hope he's done after next year. See ya. Let's get a young offensive whiz kid in there to turn this team around. Or Mike Rabel. I know he, he's already interviewing for other jobs, but I love Mike Rabel to come in there and just be a fucking drill sergeant. There's no celebrations unless we're lifting a Lombardi trophy in the fucking air. That's my final say on the Steelers moving on magnet fishing. Wait, wait, wait. We'll go with performing stand up first at the Tampa funny bone last Thursday, third time ever first time in a while. And it felt good. I needed to just get out of that zone. I want to slowly ease my way in back into or into comedy period. I really haven't ever been in it. So it's hard, dude. You, you do a set at home. You're like, yeah, this is going to crush. <laughs> this is going to fucking kill. But then the environment takes over. The drive there, I'm driving there. It's I ate a Chipotle bowl before with a hot salsa, so that's that's working in the stomach. And it's a 40-minute drive during rush hour from Clearwater, usually about 25, but you do what you got to do. And then you're on the highway, and there's an Uber driver. There's a bunch of hot chicks in the back of his Uber car going to the lightning game. They all got their lightning hats on. The Uber driver seemed to be having a hyperventilation or, uh, yeah, having a little episode on the side of the road pulled over off I-4-275 interchange in Tampa. If you know, you know, that's a treacherous area of, of road. So you see that, that throws you off a little bit. Then they got these taxis. And whoever the fuck thought of this idea is a moron. They make the phone number 666-6666. Who's calling your taxi? No one, I'm calling the 777-7777 taxi. I'm not calling your bad luck taxi so you see one of those on the way and then you're you start getting superstitious i'm superstitious like that i'm like all right well you gotta shake it off and just keep going then you go there and you're you're the third person or fourth i think i was fourth person to sign up and it's empty and then slowly trickles in and it's jam-packed by the start of the show jam-packed i went up there i did i got maybe three or three laughs on three jokes or it wasn't great it wasn't great. Bomb, bomb. I'd caught a bomb. A bomb with three laughs. The thing is, you. I don't know. You. They know. The crowd knows when you're uptight and nervous as fuck, which I was clearly. So just working through that, just being loose, and I, I started writing out more skits and more jokes about how next time, just be more immersive. I didn't realize the importance of crowd work, and the importance of just simplicity, just simple shit, making comments about what's going on in the room or people in the crowd there were swingers for example there were swingers sitting right at the front of the stage and every comedian would just go up not everyone but most the ones that were savvy with the crowd work would go up and and work with them and that's just that's how you get the crowd involved to it so I learned a lot definitely opened my eyes up a lot that's a real 
that was a real comedy club open mic. Not I. The only other two I did prior, the one was in a kava bar ran by sober Marines, and it was it was an open mic to play music. So it was kind of a, a disaster to start. And then going up first, I went up first there. Then I did another open mic when I was fifteen, at a bar at a music open mic night. But actually, I crushed that one. I don't know, people. It it the more you do it, the more you have success. That's all it really is. So if I just keep working at it and keep trying building up every week. We'll see where it goes. And then magnet fishing. This was the real winner of the week. I really should have done a little more due diligence before I went out there and just start throwing a mag, a, a 10 pound magnet into lakes. The string wasn't long enough to start. So I go out there. I'm, I'm about five throws in and on the fifth throw. I don't know why I did this, but I clipped the carabiner clip to my shoelace because I was throwing it the first few throws. I'm like, ah, oh, like this is a little sketchy. I might, I might lose this thing if I extend myself too far. So I'm going to clip it on my shoe. So it should just, it, it'll come back. It'll, it'll, it'll come back. And I did that and the carabiner clip flew right off my shoe, whipped up over the, over the edge into the water. So my first vlog of magnet fishing turned into a rescue a search and rescue mission just go watch it on my youtube channel we we did a search and rescue i bought more rope and another magnet and i got that motherfucker out the cops the cops showed up towards the end i don't know if it's frowned upon in parks city i did it in a city park in clearwater i think it's frowned upon there so the cops came they didn't come up to me or anything but they were just sitting there making sure everything was all right so i guess it's okay I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? But we're going to keep trying. We're going to the Redneck Riviera next, a popular destination here in Tampa, Florida. A lot of Hispanic parties are there, so I'm sure there's a lot of guns in the water. Moving on. Uh, synagogue Tunnels in New York. This is my favorite. I'm so happy that we're talking about this right now because there's a few things that come around this issue that are coming up. When I was in sixth grade, we had a running joke in... CCD, which is Catholic Catholic Sunday School, that it just the fuck you're like, oh, you have a synagogue in your basement. Like that was the running joke as kids, and it came true. It it it's actually a real thing. There actually are synagogues and basements underground. So when we were in sixth grade in 2008, 2009, we were proving the future. But, uh, listen, I understand New York is dangerous, and the COVID. They they said. I heard the one thing, the tunnels came because of COVID, COVID concerns. I get that. But also, New York is dangerous, dangerous. You don't want an Orthodox Jew to get capped up you know, by a Dominican or whoever. You don't want them to run into any issues. But Jews are treacherous in their own right. They're not to be reckoned with. So that just goes to show that the sheer determination to dig tunnels just... Imagine being in your apartment here in the Yiddish under you. I couldn't. And you can't tell anyone because let's be honest, it hasn't been a good time to do like we can't really touch them after the Kanye outburst. It's it's like if you, you say the word Jew, you're anti-Semitic almost. So for someone to be saying I'm hearing Jewish people under my floorboards, <laughs> it's bold, it's brave, but he wasn't lying. He ended up telling the truth. But yeah, it's just funny. We foreshadowed that as sixth graders with the synagogue and basement joke. Everything comes full circle, people. 
Speaking of sixth grade, I was thinking of, uh, I don't know if everyone listening to this podcast had a swimming class in middle school, but we did. And my, my, we had it in middle school, not high school, but middle school. So fifth through eighth grade. And that shit was like gang warfare, bro. You had, <laughs> there were, there were always a few alphas that were whipping towel. They had the towel whipping alphas. There's at least two or three of those. So there, you just got two alphas whipping people. It's chaos. Swimming class in school, in, at least in my school. And then you had kids that just couldn't swim. And they're tossing them into the pool. Go ahead, swim. Figure it out. I, at least four, four kids drowned in my school throughout the swimming class. I like swimming. That was badass. You get to swim during school. Are you kidding? That's Swimming's badass, man. I love swimming. Dog gender reveals we're really hitting up this is like a around the horn podcast out dog gender reveals how do i feel about them what the fuck why is that a thing i think it's actually breeding reveals yeah <laughs> so i we're just getting so white as a society it, it's getting out of hand and i just pray i pray every day that i don't turn into that what what now is a millennial I hope I don't turn into that hype beast millennial that's doing dog gender reveals, any kind of reveal in that nature. I hope I'm not a part of it. Speaking of swimming class memories, the naked guy jumping in the Bass Pro Tank. Now, not really the naked part, but jumping in the Bass Pro Tank has always been a childhood dream of mine. Always. Who who the hell would not want to jump in? And it's been a, it's been a trend of late, just kids jumping into that thing. But with this gentleman in Alabama, he's really a special character. He, I didn't realize this until I read the article, but he was in the parking lot first. He crashed into a pole in the parking lot. Then he immediately got out of his car and stripped butt naked in the parking lot. So clearly there were, ma- there were issues before he even entered the Bass Pro. Now this is one of the Bass Pro Outdoor Worlds, which is pretty big. Now, I'm not saying that a Bass Pro employee should be tackling a naked person, but I just have to ask the question, how did he make it that far? How did he even make it to the tank? The pole, the car crashing into a pole and the, the clothes stripping, it, it's, a, it's a miracle he even made it through the doors. You think bystanders outside or people in the store would have ran out to see him crash into the pole would have obviously deflected him from getting into the store, but no, he Franco Harris his way into that store and hopped up on the tank and jumped in butt naked. <laughs> what a, what a shame, man. Not, not one Bass Pro worker did anything to stop him. They, they called the cops in. It just blows my mind that it, it got that far. So I'm not condoning jumping in Bass Pro tanks. We're off, like I said, we're off to a hot start. January is always people just the holidays get you in a whack state of mind. People have that holiday hangover and they're acting out. You can't blame them. It's going to happen. What else can we tell you? Oh, Tampa needs Jews. Tampa needs more Jews. Listen, West Palm Beach, Boca Raton, Miami. Why, why is that? area of florida so successful so prosperous the hottest place to be in america i'd say with vegas and austin texas 
Miami's, those are the top three. Vegas, Miami, Austin, Texas. It's the, the Jews have a, a hot operation in West Palm and Boca, man. They run a tight ship. Tampa needs, there's too much white trash here. We need more of that white, more of that classy Jewish swagger here. <laughs> you know, I listen, there's just an, it's in the air here. There's just a, and Tampa wants to be better. Hopefully it overcomes it. This is probably the worst episode of the Bayside Report ever, but we're powering through. <laughs> Let's keep rolling. Megan the Stallion, I'm a huge fan. The Planet the Fitness ads. <laughs> Planet the Fitness. I'm a huge fan. Megan the Style. I don't think she has a peen. I think Tory Lanes is out of his mind, but he did shoot her over that. He said, dance, biatch, and he claimed she had a peen, but I don't think she does. I looked. I looked closely. Michelle Obama, you could kind of guess that there might be a a foreign object in there that you wouldn't expect to be there. But with Megan the Stallion, you don't get that vibe. I don't. I don't see it. Moving on, we should wrap this shit up. This is really bad. Gender reveal ideas. Um, here's one: a Jewish tunnel in New York, and and it's uh like. They have a yarmulke on, and it's either pink or red or um, blue. <laughs> it's either pink or blue. And they climb out of the tunnel, and that's the gender. And it's like, woo! And everyone's surprised. The next one is, I'm not going to say it because it's pretty fucked up. I think that's it for the Bayside Report. This is probably the worst Bayside Report episode ever. Green music! That's what happens when you drink two glasses of wine, but I'm just here to entertain and relax your mind. The Bayside Report. It's been a ride, people. We're going to make this year our bitch. Guaranteed. Let's keep rolling. Thank you for watching. We'll be back early next week with a better effort. 